0: Folks, and thanks for taking the time to listen to the Whipping Post blog. I read there are now 5 million podcasters, so I'm delighted that you took the time to listen to mine. This week, there will be no whippings. Instead, I intend to show you the other side of my writing, thoughts of which do not require a whip, and of which I put out about every fourth week. Too much whipping makes a boy tired and works on his mind. Towards the end of this podcast, I'll probably kick a few people, but for the most part, this is my kinder and gentler self. Maybe I'll hear from you. One of my favorite albums of all time was entitled The Question of Balance. It's a 1970 recording from an English band named The Moody Blues. I got an 8-track tape for Christmas and nearly wore that sucker out on my new red Panasonic player. Interesting story how I came to know the album. My mother belonged to one of those record companies where for a dime you got 10 albums and then had to buy 10 or 20 more over a couple of years. Mom never turned the card back in to say that she didn't want the record, and one of the records they sent to her was a question of balance. I purloined it from her solely because of the odd album cover. I was hooked after that. Anyway, the family was en route to New Orleans that winter to visit one of my dad's old army buddies. I was in the back seat of our Dodge, my headphones blurring loudly. Dad said I would go crazy listening to that crap right after yelling at me to get my feet out of his ass. Actually, he didn't say crap either. I also recall, for some odd reason, eating spaghetti and meatballs for every meal on the trip down and back, another source of irritation to my old man. As a 15 year old, I didn't pay much attention to the lyrics of a song. It was all about the sound that grabbed my interest. Who cared what was being sung if you could hear the chorus while flicking the bangs across your forehead? It was quite a startling revelation to find out some of those lyrics were quite profound. Recently, we were uncomfortably stuffed like cows in a cattle car inside a Southwest jet, flying back from a vacation in Cabo, Mexico. We were down there with friends, whale watching, eating and drinking too much, and playing, in my case, some incredibly bad golf. I was jamming to A Question of Balance again, a remarkable 52 years after the album was released. The first song is such a great tune, written by a Brit named Justin Hayward. A favorite passage to the song croons, I'm looking for someone to change my life. I'm looking for a miracle in my life. And if you could see what it's done to me, to lose the love I knew, could safely lead me to the land that I once knew, to learn as we grow old, the secrets of our souls. It's said the album is about how people rush through life too fast, forgetting to live their lives and to love. Somehow, the thought of a rocker from the 60s and 70s forgetting how to live life fully and finding all the love he wants, at least nightly, just doesn't compute. To learn as we grow old, the secrets of our souls. What a prophetic line, written and sung so soulfully by a then 24-year-old musician. For the rest of the flight home, I pondered the meaning of those words, feeling more melancholy as the miles whizzed by. Where did Hayward get the insight of those words so early, and what does he think now that he's 76 years old? How many times have you looked back on your life and thought, what would you do differently now that you have acquired the wisdom to know better? Can wisdom only come from bad choices and roads not taken? That's how I got any wisdom I may be credited with. Why can't we have the vigor of youth and the wisdom of age at the same time? Think of what a better world it might be. And yet most vexing, in the moments just before life ends, one still doesn't know what's next. Oh, one may have strong beliefs of where they are going next, but deep down in the darkest reaches of a soul, nobody knows. It's a damn mystery forever elusive to mankind. That and how Joe Biden got 81 million votes for his basement. So the following day, I was sitting in church, snoozing off and on in between sharp elbow pokes from the wife. I was so tired. I needed a vacation from my vacation. The sermon detailed the chronicles of Jonah and the whale, a tale I hadn't heard since about when the Kennedy brothers were simultaneously boinking Marilyn Monroe. Feeling a little guilty from my lethargic behavior in church, when I got home, I reviewed the biblical story to learn the gist of what my drowsy behavior caught me to miss. Essentially, the message is that God gives second chances. The fact he gives second chances made me feel better about my slothful behavior, but I also discovered a deeper meaning, perhaps an answer to my thoughts on the plane from the prior day. An analysis of the story is that being in the belly of the whale might be seen as a figurative death and resurrection for mankind. That is not wisdom that just occurred to me. I read it. But perhaps it's the answer to what lies ahead and that wisdom gained over a life of trial and error may be used in the next chapter of our being. You have to admit, it's a comforting thought. I doubt Justin Hayward was that insightful back in 1970. I'm mindful it could have been the product of some hallucinogenic escapades, but life is funny that way. Check out the album. On to other topics now. Rest in peace to Jeff Beck and David Crosby. Your contributions to rock music were very much appreciated. I saw both of you in concert. It was guys like you that helped to form classic rock into the best music ever made. I'm sure neither of you are conservatives, but I like you guys anyway. Did you see 20 states and the conservative legal group America First Legal are suing the Biden bunch over its expanded humanitarian parole program, allowing thousands of illegal migrants into the U.S.? The lawsuit is seeking to block bonehead Biden from allowing up to 30,000 migrants from Haiti, Nicaragua, Cuba, and Venezuela into the U.S. each month. I have no idea if this lawsuit will stem some of the flow of illegals over the border, but it's about time somebody tried something to prevent cheap labor and Democrat voters from coming here illegally. The way the border manner has been handled has been cruel to the people living along the border, as well as the illegals who think they are coming here for a better life than winding up on the street. There should be a special place in hell for those people allowing this to go on. Speaking of illegal immigrants, have you noticed if you get a news program to mention the mess of the border at all, they won't call the people flooding across the border illegal immigrants. Those bastards on TV will tie themselves up in pretzels before calling them anything but illegal. Deal with it. Those people are here illegally, regardless of their circumstances or how the media presents it. On that same note, Connecticut is proposing a bill to allow illegals to vote now. It would be great if Texas Governor Greg Abbott started shipping busloads of illegals to Connecticut. See what the voters think then. Probably about as much as their neighbors at Martha's Vineyard did. Evidently, it is now legal in this country to burn a police car whenever you feel your feelings are hurt and people are not listening to you. I'm talking, of course, about the recent temper tantrum by Atlanta miscreants and the shift-in Antifa thugs. You can always tell an Antifa thug they're the ones hiding behind a mask. I guess they did arrest a few of the miscreants, but what is that going to do if big city politicians just let them go, as was done with a few? These tirades are bullshit, and it's time to stop them in their tracks. Rubber bullets, stocks, and public floggings might help that situation, especially of the Antifa thugs who fly in for the event. One gets caught with an out-of-state license, in the stocks they go, rotten eggs and all. Check that. With the price of eggs nowadays, better just throw trash. For the record, I have a son-in-law who is a cop. He is the father to three of my grandkids. That gives one a new perspective about cops and the thugs that challenge them. Last week, I told you the Buffalo Bills were going to win the Super Bowl. I meant next year, not this one. I have no friggin' idea who will win now. They all seem equally as good. I guess I'll put the hex on the Bengals by rooting for them now. I don't like Kansas City, the 49ers, or the Eagles, so I'm left with nobody else but Joe and the Bengals. Poor Joe. I want to go on record starting by saying I don't like the gas bag known as Alec Baldwin. What an erotic narcissist piece of crap the guy is. Having said that, I think he's getting hosed on that gun ramp where he shot that woman on a production set. As big of an ass as he is, I really doubt he got out of bed that day and thought he'd shoot somebody. My question is, why was there even a real gun on the set? Perhaps the person that brought the real gun should be charged with some sort of crime and let the whole thing drop as a sorry accident. By the way, am I the only person enjoying the Taylor Swift Ticketmaster Brew I took a bit of heat from a couple of people regarding getting back on Facebook. Folks, I deleted my personal account. The new page is a business account and used solely to promote the blog and podcast. It's a way to get this message out to folks that otherwise would never see or hear it. There'll be nothing posted there but conservative material, and I don't intend to give Zuckerberg a dime. I wasn't on there for more than a day when those nerdy, dumbass fact checkers attacked me right away. So to you guys that don't like Facebook, I understand and agree with your position. Please don't take my picture down off the wall. It's just a way to spread some of that good old-fashioned conservatism. I've reached my time limit. I already have next week's blog done, so I guarantee you the whip will come back out. Drop me a note and let me know how you think this week went without the whip. Don't forget you can catch my podcast right on my blog post at webberswhippingpost.com. While you are there, check out some of the other material on the website. Let me know if there's something else you'd like to see. Until next week, so long, folks. Thanks a million for listening.